0: Come tip through the tulips with me. Come oh. oh. tip from the garden, by the garden.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, do not adjust your stereo, for there is nothing wrong with your radio program.
2: For the time being, we are in control. What you're about to hear will make your spine shiver as the nightmare has just begun. There's no turning back from your sins, but we're all crawling on our bellies into the gates of hell. Welcome to Wine With Us. Hey everyone! It's your favorite winos, Dylan and Jordan! We are so excited to give you this spooky, ooky, gooky Halloween episode, um today i'm so
1: excited yeah
2: happy friday the 13th it is the day of reckoning um (laughs) 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 me and jordan's favorite month is how uh october halloween we love all things spooky and so this month we wanted to post on not only friday the 13th but do some fun interesting stories for you guys and it's
1: gonna be a different episode so buckle up yeah get you, hope you're not afraid of ghost stories <laughs> i ain't afraid of ghost no ghosts. i ain't afraid of no ghosts i know so i'm super excited i mean obviously october is a great month because of halloween but you know alex came out yeah it's oh my gosh of, yeah
2: it was a great the time birthday we, we celebrated jordan's birthday jordan's birthday is the 6th of october and um we just dove deep into the beautiful wine valley of Walla Walla. I can't. Yeah. Um, it, was,
1: it was awesome.
2: Yeah. We just had a good time. Yeah. We played games and, of course, drank wine. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and if you've never been to Walla Walla, go. Like, they have so many cute little shops, great little breakfast places. Um, you could just walk around the town, and it's just a cute town. Ta- I love it. I no. love
2: it really is a cute town. Like, you just get to go down. There's, like Jordan said, plenty of shops. And there's got to be at least a winery on every oh part my. of the street. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really.
1: You can look. It's kind of like Starbucks when you're in Seattle. And you're like, oh, where's the Starbucks? That. Oh, right there. And so they same. Blah, <laughs> blah, blah.
2: Where's my? Oh, right oh, here. There's another winery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there, there's great wineries down there. I've been to a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we went to a couple mm-hmm. while we were on for your birthday. So... Um, But we're not drinking Walla Walla wine, which is kind of interesting. We are going (laughs) to a completely different state. We are. Want to tell them? We are doing California. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Oh, California. (laughs) Thank you. I know what you're talking about.
1: So we are doing, for this month, this spooky season, we are doing the seven deadly different ones. So there's the seven, seven deadly red. Yep the seven deadly the cab yep and then of course the one they're known for the seven deadly zin
2: yeah no we're so excited uh we thought what better wine to enact our very first halloween episode but the seven deadly uh down in california centralized within the central part of california Um, but we're going to dive deep into all three of these special wines that they produce and uh, what better way to kind of hear about the winery but from the winemaker himself? Yes. Uh, please to go ahead and take a listen. I'm Scott Dalstrom, winemaker for Seven Deadly. Seven Deadly was born from a Catholic school upbringing and the desire to create hedonistically seductive wine. It's named after the Seven Deadly Sins and the seven vineyards used to source the inaugural vintage of this great Zinfandel seven deadly packs a bold punch of flavor it's full-bodied with notes of jammy fruit and aromas of leather and oak no wonder it's america's favorite zinfandel cheers i think scott says it beautifully within his message just the impact of how unique this wine Mm -hmm. is i mean from seven different parts of california to build into three delicious wines yes it's just incredible with that okay. being said, let's go ahead. And, how was your? How have you been? What's Yeah, new? it's been wild. Yeah, yeah. What's been going on?
1: Um, so you know, we're in the middle of volleyball season, so it's been crazy, busy, everything, and then just work has been busy. So, um, our trunk or treat is coming up, so oh, that'll yeah. be fun. But we're doing it more during the day, so okay. um, to get more families and not to be so creepy at nighttime right more of like a harvest kind of feel well
2: so. and i always felt like with like a trunk or treat we always did it at night mm-hmm. and not everyone no keeps their kids out that late no you know what i mean so yeah i think doing it midday is yep. a very smart option and
1: getting some food trucks so super oh. excited it's just gonna be an awesome fun family event in the afternoon so families aren't staying up late and can do things the next day or if they don't want to bring their kids out right at night it's not as creepy, right? Right. I'm like, oh no. So trying to make it more of like an afternoon for families. So right. Yeah. So it's I'm super good. excited about that. Um and um that's on the 28th. And then girls are just been in soccer. They're doing awesome. Mm. They're uh, being aggressive and they're <laughs> kicking butt. And it's not like when they were. When it was Tegan? We did it when she was like two. And Deacon cried the entire time and really just was shy and that was the worst
2: soccer season of my life. But you know what's fun? It's fun to watch your girls play because they're not shy about playing any sports that I've seen thus mm-hmm, far. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen them play basketball. I've now play, seen them play soccer. So they have the athlete yeah. definitely within their blood. They do. And um, it, it was, it's been fun to watch them yeah. play soccer, especially at uh, Deacon's age because oh, they gosh. all like group to the oh, ball I know. and they're all like not wanting to like <laughs> no. be too aggressive yep. but they want the ball to be able to score it's yeah, hilarious it's, it is so it's funny adorable
1: they're like oh i'll just take the ball now thanks
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh did you want to share
1: yeah <laughs> no it's not about sharing with this yeah.
2: you just... need to like back up yeah
1: <laughs> get through her yeah. right on the side go go i'm like okay You're i like... get that too but they're
2: like Bye. yeah they're <laughs> like five you need to come down <laughs> You're being too loud. Yeah. I don't know whose husband that is. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, That's how's exciting. your life been? It's been good. I mean, all different types of tr- sort of changes have mm-hmm. been going on. You know, work's been great uh, and uh, family's awesome as Go well. Um, you know, the boys are getting bigger. They're oh my gosh. 10 months They're old. So big. Uh, Bentley took his first steps <gasps> the other day. So, what? yeah. Uh... I mean, I'm just getting more and more excited for them. Uh, I told my sister the re- the other day. I bought a season pass for the pumpkin patch yeah. for this year, and told her I said that's my that's my thing that I want to do with the boys and all of her future other mm-hmm. kids um, is to take them to the pumpkin patch because Halloween's awesome. yeah. you know my thing. Yeah, it is um, to be able to do that. And grow, and that be a yearly tradition that is my own. Uh, I just want to make sure and establish that. So I'm excited. We're gonna do that soon, and um, get our first pictures. So oh yay. Once we get those all, we'll have to post those yes. or something. Yeah. So take a take a look at our you know Instagram wine with us.
1: Yes, our wine with us Instagram. That's w h i n e dot with us. Go take a follow and look there. You'll see all of the wines that we post. We take pictures and put them up each month. Um, and then on our Instagram, there's the link tree that you can find us on TikTok and all the other places to listen. So go ahead and we'd really appreciate a follow if you guys could go do that. So, um, all right. Well, I guess we're both really been busy and that, oh that's just life. I mean.
2: It is. It really is. But what's nice is we're able to still get down yep. and hang out, mm-hmm. even on the off. Like, I know. Times when we're not busy. I was telling Jordan the other day, I was like. We need to get together. I miss you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like, we please do. Please like, do something. Like, yes. So it's just been nice. It just is. Relax. And now I especially get to do this. I and, know. It's um, our favorite time. Yeah.
1: Our favorite time. Okay. <laughs> I know. Oh I'm my singing. gosh.
2: Okay. So let's, we're going to kind of dive right in yes. to each one. Right now we have, uh, we're opening the Seven Deadly Red. Okay. Um, With this out of the three bottles of wine that we have today. And um, while we enjoy those bottles, after kind of talking a little bit about them, mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and dive into a couple ghost stories. Yeah. And then, of course, we have a very fun calamity at the very end of the oh, episode that you calamity. guys have to stay for. because yes. It is a good one. Yes. So. All right. With that right. Let's do it.
1: Open this bottle. Whoop, whoop.
2: All right. Perfect. Thank you. While you taste that, I'm going to go ahead and tell you a little bit about the kind of the growing t- conditions. And then, of course, the tasting notes um this being this being a 2019 red wine from the Lodi AVA is supposed to give you a what they call a sinner's delight it's a deep ruby color with a tempting aroma of cranberry ripe cherry leather and a whiff of barbecue smoke they continue with the seduction continues with flavors of blackberry smashed plum and notes of black pepper which lead to a lingering yet jammy finish with a kiss of spice
1: cheers to that
2: cheers to that wow okay i would definitely would agree with the jammy part mm-hmm. it's definitely jammy um i can definitely taste the black peppery yeah, um finish. finish and of course the leather um with this wine, of course, they talk about growing within the seven different parts of their region. Mm-hmm. And um the compositions of this wine specifically is 33% Zinfandel, 31% Petit Syrah, 30% Cab Soft, okay. 5% 5%, excuse me, mm-hmm. 5% Merlot, and 1% of a mixed red. Okay. And um what's cool about their wine is they are certified green okay. which is a part of the lodi rules program which like i said before lodi is the ava of seven deadly
0: okay
1: well i'm definitely um picking up on the um i would say this tart it's not too tart but i'm just saying in the in the, be- in the beginning um i am picking up like a plum ish
2: yeah i'm definitely getting that fruit more fruit forward fruit forward, um, I definitely can taste that plum. The blackberry, I mm-hmm. feel like I can taste really well, yep, um, the cherries right on top just kind of sit very nicely, and then, of course, that finish definitely lingers. It's jammy, and um great notes, So, like I was talking about, it is certified green within the sustainable wine growing of the Lodi rules. And it states here that among the most rigorous and comprehensive sustainable winemaking programs in the country, the Lodi Rules Certification, the 7 Deadly Portfolio, is proud to bear the certification based on the growing farming practices that benefit the environment, community, and local economy, which hmm. I think is super cool. They launched these Lodi Rules back in 2005, and it was California's first third-party certified sustainable wine-growing certification. Certification, excuse me, um, which we kind of saw that within our Spain wine, right? Yes. Each one yep. of the Spains had a certified. Had a certified, yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool to see that within California is building on that. The Lodi Rules have over, like I said, a hundred sustainable vineyard farming practices across the six areas. That's including water management, integrated pest management, human resources. Land stewardship, soil fertility, and air quality control. So and they meet all of those. That's, so that's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool to be able to have that grown mm-hmm. within yeah. your own region and identify the fact that these are important for yes. not only the community but mm-hmm. the environment as well.
1: Yeah. This is a really good wine. I like this. Um it's not too um I would say pep like it doesn't have that cake of pepper. It's a little bit in um, that leather,
2: but it's not it doesn't linger. No. I wouldn't say that it's like a sharp hit of pepper. Mm-hmm. You know and I mean it it follows suit a little bit, but it's it's more on the jammy. It is with that, with that finish. I do agree with that. You know, you're you're tasting your fruits throughout the entire yeah. time. It's, I feel like I could have a piece of toast with this. Ooh, a piece of toast? Yeah. Like, with jam on it? <laughs> <laughs> toast with jam. Just with jam. So, you were saying a piece of toast with some jam. Yeah, toast with jam. No.
1: <laughs> um, just because it does give that fruitiness. So, like, yeah. I'm thinking a piece of buttered toast would be so, like... No, I keep don't it simple, with you. Right? Like, that's what I'm trying to explain to our listeners, like, the taste, right? right. So, if you were thinking, oh, and I'm like, wow, I really taste this, with some toast because why not right it has that jammy after
2: it has a jammy aftertaste. it would be good with a good dessert Mm um i'm kind of thinking like a creme brulee Ooh. right something that's creamy but also you'd have this developed um fruit forward jammy finish so you're kind of giving those both an aspect yeah uh
1: this would also be good with um any of your meats you know you're gonna burgers um it's taking more of the pungent, like uh, cheeses. So, your blue cheeses, any of those. Um, yeah. Gorgonzola, like any of that. So, along with just the cheeses as well, um, any fruits, I would do. Apples would be good with this. Um, like a good caramel apple. Mm hmm. Yeah. So delicious, especially in this time of month, right? Oh, with yeah. Halloween. So. As you know, this episode is all about Halloween and ah! spooky stuff. So here's a little fact for you guys about Halloween. So, um, you know how like, you bob for apples? Have you mm. ever
2: done that when you were a kid? Uh, I've bobbed for apples, but the most memorable thing I've ever done was fished for donuts. Oh. Is that what that says right there? No.
1: What, what is fishing for donuts? Oh, I was going
2: to say, if I just read that and I accidentally ruined your whole thing, no, I'm going to be so upset. What is... I don't... Okay, well, they, like, po- tied donuts on a fishing string, and then you'd, like, instead of bobbing into apples, you'd, like, pop your head up and, like, try oh. to eat the donut off the string. which Like, is... laying down? Yeah. You know, like, I think it was second grade or something like that, and we performed that... Kind of fun event during the Halloween season. Yeah. So different take. I love it.
1: So just to kind of go with Halloween, um, I just have some secret history of Halloween. I'd like to share with you and our listeners. Yeah. Um. So you probably love putting on a Halloween costume and getting candy.
2: Absolutely.
1: I, I know. My girls do too. But that's totally different from how it used to be celebrated. Really? Yes. In fact, the holiday has gone through many changes in the 2,000 years it has been around. Okay. So there's kind of like a timeline, a little secret history of Halloween that we'll go over. Oh, cool. So um, I will just give a couple. and They're kind of, we'll put them throughout. Okay. So you guys will be listening so you can hear some secret history of Halloween. Okay. So in 50 BC, um, you might celebrate the New Year's on January 1st. But an ancient Celtic people in Ireland, uh, they partied on November 1st. They believed that the spirits of the dead might rise the night before and ruin all the fun. So on October 31st, these Irish Celts put bonfires to scare away ghosts and wore disguises so spirits wouldn't recognize them. And the next day, people were marked the new year with a festival called Samhain. So, that is kind of how cool.
2: that started. Um, wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. It's funny to think, like, back then, I mean, nobody knew anything. No. You know what I mean? Like, we look at tomorrow, and we're like, yeah. ain't nothing going to be, you know what I mean? Or, like, we go and dress up for uh-huh. Halloween, and we don't even think of anything. We're just getting no. out of candy.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, that, yeah, so that's crazy. They, what yeah, they time. were marked a new festival with this, yeah, a festival called Sao, Sawin, and it Samhain. is it's you spell it S A M H A I N, but they say it's pronounced Sawin.
2: Okay.
1: Um. So, in 43 A.D., about a hundred years later, the Romans had conquered most Celtic territories, but that didn't mean they squashed their parties. So they blended some of the fall. So you can see kind of yeah, right where we're kind of getting into that, right? They blended some of their fall festivals with Sawin. And celebrated from sunset on October thirty first to sunset on October, or November first. Oh. One of those Roman events honored, um, honored, excuse me, Pomona, the goddess of fruit of trees. Pomona's mm. symbol was. Can you guess it?
2: Um, like think a, of like harvest. Yeah, har- like an apple. Yes, an apple. An apple. Yep. Yeah. So,
0: hmm,
1: why do we? What do we bob for ha- on Halloween again?
2: apples
1: <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of cool that they conquered right but they still wanted to carry their traditions mm-hmm. so bringing that harvest feel so you can slowly see how now it's becoming it's something a fun th- it's newer too, and yeah different so it's um yeah it's becoming that harvesty feel so i like that um okay one more so the seventh century a.d By now, the Romans had been replaced by Christian conquerors, and they were not big fans of Samhain fun. Yeah, we know. Leaders swapped it with a religious holiday, which is what we know as All Saints Day. Okay. um, Or All Hallows Day. So on November 1st, but people still lit bonfires and wore costumes the night before, and they called that All Hallows Eve, or later on, Halloween.
2: Halloween. Which is so cool to yeah. see that the time frame of I mean, something that was really scary back then. Yeah. I mean, really, truly, it was something that they were terrified of. Mm-hmm. And throughout the years we've developed this understanding of what's new, what's bright, what's beautiful. And um of course now yeah. it, here we are at Halloween. Yep.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I
2: think that's that's interesting. Um
1: I think it kinda sucks how, you know people try to conquer, right? So it's like yeah. they're trying to change things and take people's whatever away. But they're regular traditions. Yeah. And, and so stuff. but I'm um, new traditions begin and um I'm glad that the Celtic, you know, that they figured out a way to blend some of their um celebrations into this and how it has right. now evolved into what we know as Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Oh.
2: I love that. That's great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. That.
1: So we'll get some more throughout the night, but those are just a couple of three facts. So we got
2: a, couple, we got a lot more. Yeah. Awesome. We got awesome. nine total. Nine total. Well,
0: perfect. Three bubble. That's <laughs> all you need to know.
1: Nine. That's all you nine get. Nine facts. <laughs> you get none more, no less.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. So I have a question. Why do you like Halloween? Why do you oh, like God. this time?
2: Halloween is just always such a fun adventure for me. Like I just, I love the idea of being creative with a Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. I love the fall weather.
1: Oh, same.
2: I love Halloween movies. So it's any type yep. of scary movies, mm-hmm. it's my first thing I can go to for comfort, which is weird. Um, but you know what I mean. Like those are the things that I enjoy, and of course, with Halloween those are all together in one month. So, um, how about you?
1: I love, I do love weather. I love this time of year. Um, I love the harvest dressing up, um, all of that. So for me growing up, we didn't really go out and go trick or treating. My parents just weren't a fan of it and that's fine. Like to each their own. They just, we just didn't do it. Right. Um, and we grew up in a church where we did harvest parties, and so I really enjoyed that. You would we would still dress up, but then we would go in and we do games: the bob for apples, the goldfish, like oh goodbye, yeah, da, da, right, like different, totally different games. Bean bag toss, like all of it, yep. super fun. Everybody got them. you got candy. It was mm. um, chilly night, like we do a whole thing, right? Right, um, and it was a community thing so it was awesome but um and now with kids uh we dress up i love it i mean we don't go scary we just do you do what's yeah kind of relevant kid, yeah
2: or what the kids yeah, want, exactly yeah
1: we haven't got to them where they're asking if we can be a full family like thing that probably will be this year we are you gonna, do it what, dude, what are you gonna i do? don't know i have no idea i probably should figure it out the boys
2: um, the boys are gonna do bluey this year oh my gosh, which is adorable yes. um one is going as blue and one is going as Bingo, <laughs> and I keep telling Jordan and Kellen they my need sister, to be, yeah, you know, brother-in-law that they need to be mom and dad, yeah, and Bandit I, and Chili Bandit, right? And um, I was talking to a coworker and she's like, "Well, what does that mean? What are you gonna do?" And give um, me the uncle. What's his name? Um, the cool like the cool. I can't remember uncle, his name. uncle. I can't think of his name either. But I you know exactly who I'm talking yeah. about. And she's like, "That's that's the perfect costume for me."
1: that's awesome i don't know what we're gonna be this year i have to figure it out i'll have to ask the girls they always want to be like something completely opposite and so that i'm like hmm. oh we will never be that family that
2: goes
0: <laughs> we're not a theme
2: no hey but i mean yeah it's kind of nice to be unique too mm-hmm. though yeah um did okay so you said you dressed up though for your harvest fest yeah did you have, like, a specific costume that you remember, like, specifically, or...
1: Mm, like, my parent? We had, like, a 50s costume, so I do, like, 50s girl, like, I would always do that. Yeah. Like, that would be my go-to. And then, uh, like, in school, when a Halloween, of course, you dress up, so um, that was my go-to. And then one year, I was Venus um, Williams, like, Venus and Serena. Yeah. My old librarian, she also did tech, she had, like, a tennis skirt, and she's like, you should totally be Venus you'll bring my tennis skirt for you to wear and my racket. She's like, if you just have like, cause I had sports jackets. So just like wear the sports jacket yep. and I'll bring my racket and more tennis shoes and you can wear this tennis skirt. And I did. And it was awesome. Oh my God. That was cool. That's, that cute. was awesome. That's that was awesome. my ugh, sophomore year in high school, maybe. Okay. I can't remember. And then I've been in college um, he and my friend Kaylee we dressed up as the freshman girls that were like annoying when we were like juniors or seniors, <laughs> so, sophomores that's the and best so we'd be like ever. oh we're freshmen and just <laughs> that was our first day costume and then our second day we were like I was a police officer and she was like the
2: the robber the, Yeah. oh everything
1: um, and then what else have we done I've I have a big Dalmatian costume, so I just wear that usually for like volleyball because we dress up at volleyball, for so volleyball. I just wear that one. Just a it's a onesie, so it's nice. Um, probably comfortable. Yes. Yeah. Not kidding. And then, yeah. What have you done? I know he's like, "What
2: haven't I done?" I've done a lot. Um, I mean, our family we always really celebrated Halloween. Um, for. As long as I can really remember, um when we were really young, we'd go over to my aunt's house, my aunt bear, and um we'd go to her house in our Halloween costumes and like show each other the loot that we got, you know, mm-hmm. and then we'd have big dinner, but we don't do that as often anymore, um well, at least just for Halloween, yeah, sake. and then um i mean i've I've been all sorts of things from a stormtrooper. Remember that year. Mm-hmm. I was that. I've done. Um, I was Scooby Doo one year. So that's awesome. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> um it Towards the older I got, though, I got more into really designing a character, um, which I loved.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yep.
2: So my, I think sophomore year, I was the Ew girl that Jimmy Fallon plays. Oh, which yeah. was. Yeah. So funny, and then um, from then I transformed into Maleficent. That's so that. awesome. My uh, what was that? My like freshman year in college, I did that, mm-hmm. and then my senior year of high school, I was Cruella DeVille. So um, that's
1: so awesome! Yeah, I've seen with... it, it's so cool. <sighs> Those
2: and they were fun. The Maleficent costume, like I've showed you, yeah, Um, I handmade. everything like literally handmade the hearst staff um from two dowels paper mache and some Mm -hmm. growed moss you know what i mean and that's what i love i love to be able to just take that design it do whatever and make something out of nothing you know yeah um i actually donated that to the academy of children's theater here in town so hopefully they use that um or they just stick it in the back room i don't care i got rid of it but <laughs> they'll use it i'm hoping they'll you guys use it. should use it it's the coolest thing ever um but yeah so all different types of i mean halloween i you grow up and you think mm-hmm. halloween isn't for you anymore but it's, it's... still so much fun mm-hmm. to just do whatever you yeah. know play a character maybe like someone from your favorite movie yeah or tv show or um like you said mm-hmm. you're able to i mean hard if you can't have like a full family dynamic yeah. of what you want to do but even in my Maybe sister's Maybe I'll force case, someone here. Yeah do it. <laughs> I know. We'll all figure out something. we we'll
1: yeah but no I agree I love the dynamic and that's I think what I love about not just Halloween but fall and October in general is that community right. and coming together and um, just like I miss that. I feel like we all we just go our busy lives and mm-hmm. we're here we're here we're here and I'm just like man I remember I grew up in a smaller town, but um, we do like um, potato feast, like any of yeah. like this would kick off right for Halloween. So we'd have that. Um, we would do um, like chili and corn, like do a big bunch of things. So that's like what I think of during that time is you eat, especially like, okay, we're going to eat this chili or we're going to eat this potato. No. And then we're going to go trick or treating. Right. And it's just like that fun thing. So,
2: yeah. No, that family dynamic has always been mm-hmm. such a cool part of it. Yeah. I I agree with you. I think be able to be together um, especially with your neighbors. I mean, yeah, exactly. It was it was strange, of course with COVID mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. We you know, trying to figure out what you can and can't do oh, yeah. during Halloween time was kind of a strange mm-hmm. moment for everyone in the yeah, world, it was. you know. Um I think people got really unique with being mm. able to. Do, have you? Did you see like people doing like shoots for oh, um, Halloween? No. Yeah, so they'd make like PVC pipe shoots. Oh, that's cool. Stand from the top of their like second story and like shoot down the that's candy. Super cool. So I mean, people got creative, which still brings in that light, fun, adventurous yeah. time that Halloween brings. I think within all of us, you know, yeah. Halloween. I mean Christmas. I get it's a gift a time of gift giving and receiving. Yeah. But like, I feel like Halloween is this time of like others. Yes. You know what I mean? Like the, nobody's coming up to you at your doorstep and giving you candy. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're seeing kids be themselves or a character and um, enjoying time, and then just being able yeah. to have that one-on-one interaction. It's it's just cool. Yeah,
1: I also love when teenagers still trick or treat. And I will always give candy to them. Um, people sometimes are like, oh, you're too old. I'm like, w- would you rather have them doing going out partying and doing something else? Right. No, I'd rather them be trick-or-treating and still being young. Right. Like, so that's yeah. just my two cents.
2: <laughs> Egan houses or getting yeah. candy. Literally. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want? Yeah. We always did uh, full-size candy bars for anyone that was a- like a teenager. Or that's robot. awesome. And that was just the truth. I mean, you got the little kids who got the mm-hmm. little candy and then... Anyone that was teen or up got full-size so candy cool. bar that were... It was just something that was Yeah, that's neat. really cool. I yeah. might do that. Yeah, you should totally do that. Those are fun. There's just memories. You I'll know. be known
1: as the cool house. Oh my gosh, did you guys go to that house down
2: the corner? She's so cool. She's so cool. God. She's got those like full-size She's Snickers. really cool.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're just chomping on... She's a really on. cool lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's just chomping on like marshmallow fluff. Did you see that? Go over there. It's so cool.
0: <laughs> this full-size candy <laughs> with no
2: drugs in it. <laughs> I, she even took out the razor blade out of the out of
1: the candy <laughs> Can
2: bar. Talk
1: about that.
2: The razor blade. The conspiracy? razor blades and the
1: drugs. I'm like, first of all, ain't no. <laughs> person in their right mind especially drug dealers or people it giving that for free they're not going out oh yes let's put in some <laughs> drugs these kids, really get them jazzed uh no that costs money and they are not going to give that away
2: for free they're like you know what we should do tonight let's give <laughs> out all of our cocaine to all these poor kids and it's like i agree with you yeah, that doesn't make sense it may- and the razor it's just the People that don't do you like know Colby. the prices of drugs nowadays? Yeah.
1: Inflation. <laughs>
2: Inflation, people. <laughs> Inflation. Ain't nobody going to be giving out that.
1: Also, razor blades. I'm sorry. What, what did they a... bur- melt down the chocolate <laughs> and form it again with the razor blades? Oh like, gosh. Can you not see if there was? right? <laughs> what are you there just opening and shoving them in your mouth without even looking?
2: Yes. And that one kid named Sally <laughs> just Oom-ba, had to do it you know what's funny as you were talking about razor blades i i totally was like i'm gonna say have you seen that willy wonka and the chocolate factory oh part where um johnny depp it's the johnny depp yeah. version the best version yeah and um period that's it's just period the sorry Jim wilder you're great but this was it yeah and um he's he has braces or that like metal face cap oh, yeah. and he goes into the gar- or the fire pit and grabs a piece of chocolate that's what i was thinking the entire time oh you're my gosh about blades blades.
1: anyways but uh, oh, i digress um me too i i don't even know what i are talking about but oh the drugs yeah i know so that that's just funny to me i'm like really guys just say you don't like it and then don't celebrate it and then don't do right. it like it's
0: nobody's
2: forcing you to do it yeah it's just move on you know what i mean like <laughs> i know <laughs> or like the people here's my thing I'm tired of people just turning off their front doorsteps, porch lights. You know what I mean? Like, I get
1: it. Or the people that leave their front porch light on, and then they're, we had this, and they still do it. They're up here, and they're like, it's on my parents' road. And then they're like, people would keep knocking, right? They have front porch light on. Right. And then they're like, we don't have candy, we don't do it. And I'm like, then turn off your light. It is everybody knows that's a universal sign you don't have candy you're not doing candy don't please knock on my door right when
2: your light is on kids are gonna knock kids are gonna come and knock in and they're gonna be gonna egg your house because you ain't got candy
0: hide
1: your kids hide your wife (laughs) because everybody
2: can go
0: no but
1: that's seriously that's the truth yeah it's yeah so anyways
2: with Halloween, though, I mean, it it is a fun time for both of us. It also comes with some spooky urban oh, legends. Yeah, and ghost stories. And ghost those stories. are my favorite. Oh my gosh, the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we kind of dive further into those, have you ever performed any type of weird urban legends like Bloody Mary, Candyman, bro? No. <laughs>
1: I ain't inviting that into my life in my house. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. Yeah. I was okay. gonna say, so when me. I was younger, we had a downstairs bath, like downstairs Okay. and then a bathroom down there. And it's just this little stand up shower, you know, just a little like bathroom. Right. Coat closet bathroom, like tiny. Anyways. um, And yeah, I, I did like Bloody Mary in the she mirror. You that one? And I was like, "Oh crap, she's gonna go get you." Yeah, and you know, it's like, "Bloody man. yeah, bloody <laughs> man. And I'm like, "We're standing have there." To say it one more time. <laughs> I was gonna. Sorry, I totally blacked <laughs> You're out. Totally I was gonna sing <laughs> the. Uh, um, oh my gosh, uh,
2: Beetlejuice! Beetlejuice! Thank you, Beetlejuice. Don't
1: Beetle we drills. don't need him here? Oh,
2: it's gonna be chaotic. Beetle, you stop that. just turn into a Sorry. song. <laughs>
1: Anyways, um, so I have. How about you?
2: No, no, I, I honestly have never done any don't. of those. We're um, not inviting any of that. You're not welcome. You're not welcome. <laughs> You're not welcome. You're not welcome. No, I haven't. Um, I've done some other things. I will be honest. I played with tarot cards back okay. in high school and um had a very very creepy experience that I'll never forget and it like pushed me away from all of that like activity which uh, as it should as it should um kind of just quickly I'll give you the story about it um tarot cards are interesting when you read people's fortune you don't need like a master's degree to read someone's fortune which is weird, but um, what? Yeah, I know. You, you don't. You have to be like 21 to drink, but yeah. you can't be. Um, you can be 18 to seven the devil. So, um, oh, We're fun. <laughs> Anyways, you're not welcome here. <laughs> you're not welcome Thank here. You. Um, but no. So I, I had several moments where I mean I'm reading people's fortunes and literally lining up perfectly, which is weird, and then um. One night I was up watching TV, working on homework, and it's becoming that time of witching hour, which was two yep. to four, mm-hmm. um, if I'm remembering correctly. It's
1: so crazy that that's the name. Anyways, keep going. Yeah, right? Three is, is the witching hour, but right. is it funny how they call that witching hour? Like, people think of like, sorry to interrupt, but just no, like when people it. are like, oh, the baby's witching hour and stuff like that, but like witching hour has something to do with. Every little thing like insane has something to do with something. Anyways, right. keep going.
2: So, um, during that time though, um, it was dead silent and, um, all of a sudden a loud crash comes down from our, um, dining room area Mm -hmm. and this ladder shelf that we had, when I tell you during it split into two, like it should not have fallen the way it did. It should not have broken perfectly in half the way it did and everything shattered and the only thing that was perfectly placed on top were the tarot cards, and I mean sitting on top. How they go from inside a shelf to on top of the shelf is nope. beyond me. Nope. And um. I rebuke you. Yeah. It. it I mean, it gives me chill, like chills yeah. today. And um, that same night, my cat who um, left us if you know where you're at you better come oh my gosh she's still not she's still gone and i don't know
1: why i thought thought that we found
2: well i was i do have two cats no i know one of them for some reason just felt like i remember that i'm feeling gone yeah like okay rude because you're my favorite and then the other cat was like you you know what i also want to leave and i'm like it's not like we don't feed you you know what i mean like wait both of them are gone? gone No, the other one we've ended up figuring out where. Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, yeah. I was. because so we like, got her back. Yes, that's Riley's was, favorite like, cat. Riley I'm doesn't cat. like
1: cats, and she loves that cat. Yeah, no, Riley does not. She's not she's, a cat person. She's not,
2: but she likes Casper, she which does. is everything. Um, but my cat Duchess, who did not like anyone, like when I tell you that she would hide in like the back room, mm-hmm. hide anywhere. This cat Emmy became best buds that night. She, I have video clips. I'll show you. Um, the video footage is all warped and distorted on my phone. Don't know why. There's no sound. Don't know why. And my cat, Duchess, is staring at me the entire time. Anywhere I walk, her eyes followed. And it was just the creepiest. Like It's like she yeah, knew something was there. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to watch. And every night then... She slept in my room. And like I told you, she was not a people. She kept to herself. Even at a young age, she didn't mm-hmm. want to sleep with anyone. And every night since, she slept in my room, right next to me, right by my head, or above on the highest point of the room. So that way, it was like she was guarding me. It was just the weirdest That's experience. Weird, so, like, when she left, it was really hard. Wow. I'm going to get really sad. Um, but when she left, it was yeah. really hard because, um, to me, she was like my my rock my protector mm-hmm. you know what i mean from that point to literally now um, but yeah so it, kind of creepy story i got rid of the tarot wow. cards of course and, yeah Um, haven't Burned ever touched them, them in since rib-y. yeah yeah but isn't that weird that's Those little, weird like stories that i mean you don't think about until they actually happen to you yeah right i I don't play with an Ouija board. I know no. you don't. Mm-mm. That's like that one of our big invite- You're just inviting. The do- no, thank <laughs> right? you. You're
1: inviting that into your house. No, thanks. Yeah.
2: We'll watch like scary movies. Um, We went and saw The Boogeyman. Oh, yeah. Great movie, by yes, the way. Yes, it is. Really good. And um, there's times where me oh, and Jordan are like, mm-mm, girl, like, you gotta like, get out of there. I was like, yep. I
1: was like, what are you doing? You're inviting <laughs> the devil in here. <laughs> You're like, mm-mm. Uh-uh, I rebuke you. I rebuke <laughs> you. <laughs> no Mm-mm. the first
2: opening scene and jordan goes girl if this is gonna be about kids it i ain't is. gonna be out. no nope. hey, this ain't gonna work for me no i was, <laughs> I like, was like nope me too <laughs> do not do kids
1: uh, Like it was no, so funny you. your story reminded me of a story that actually happened to me uh, when i was 21 in vegas um so me and my best friend shanae at the time we were in vegas so her mom um did all like the Kiwanis, all that stuff. So somebody from like the vice president, uh, I don't remember. Anyway, somebody was in Vegas. Okay. And we both literally just turned 21. is a summer of that. And so she's like, you guys want to go to Vegas? And we drove down. So driving to there, Shanae and I would just hang out during the day right. at the place. And then we'd go out at night with her mom because her mom was still like working. So she's doing convention, all that stuff. And then we'd meet her and go out. Right. one night we were walking and this lady was like, I have a strong urge to just read your fortune. And I'm like, okay. And I don't believe any of this stuff, like, whatever. And I don't invite that. No. So she like, but she like stopped me and like grabbed my hand. And she was like, if you could ask a question, what would it be? Well, at the time I was dating this guy. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) I was dating this guy and... (laughs) We all had friends. We were on the track team, right? And I was like, oh, well, I guess, of course, I'm 21. So my question was, like, am I dating the right person? Or I think it was something like that. I don't even remember. And she was, like, just holding. She's, like, you are, um, you two are not, like, meant to be, blah, 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 blah. But one of his friends, um, you will be with them. And you will marry this guy and, like, all of this stuff. I am like, Okay, buh, 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 whatever, thanks. And like she just went off. Like she didn't ask for money, like nothing. Like it was just like she just stopped me and was like right. I need to read you read you basically. Yeah. So and I was like, Okay. Anyways, till not thinking about it, um I think I call like oh I call like that night and he's I was like, This is the weirdest thing to happen he's like, Is it uh author? is it that like all these guys that, like, I threw with on the track team, and they're all friends, and we're all really good friends. Right. Um, and I was like, yeah, but he's not, like, your best friend, or, like, your good friend. That's what she said. And, like, it was just weird. So, nothing thinking of it. Yeah,
2: you guys are joking around, like, yeah. oh, you'll never guess what happened to me today type thing. Yeah.
1: And then, not thinking a year later, and all this, and then 13 years later.
2: <laughs> wow. Talk about 13.
1: <laughs> I marry his best friend. <laughs> 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 and it was Ryan. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. everything, though.
2: Does like, that give you like chills? Yeah, it does. Like
1: that? when I think about it, and I told Ryan this too. Yeah. and like he at the time we weren't dating, so it was like nothing. And it was like still that you should should I be still dating this guy or break up with you know right? And they're all friends, and their friends were like
2: break up with him. Right. Like, oh, you know whatever. And then here I am now. Did I, at any point because. Psychics are interesting to me. Yeah. Because of a couple reasons. Of course, the psychologist's brain in mm-hmm. me goes, they're coming up with the easiest question. Yes. To provide you a simple answer. Mm-hmm. Right. So the same concept with you. Right. She asked you what your question you wanted. She might have read off body language. Maybe thought, okay, she clearly was looking for this. Maybe she didn't think that you felt this way about this guy. Right. Sometimes we can pick up on that. Oh, yeah and um provided you a reading but during this time where you felt conflicted about your relationship yeah did you ever go well i was supposed to date a best friend you know what i mean did you have that in the back of your mind where you're like she did say because you know how, like some people they are like oh the fortune teller lady told me that there's gonna be something big happening in my you know what i mean yeah and so they manifest it it's like a the whole thing is is that she
1: said a friend and so like at that time i wouldn't even think ryan or other people i was thinking my friends okay. that i'm close with that's fair and that he's also a friend with but like if i were to break up like would i've dated this other guy that we talked about absolutely like, we, we were good friends we kind of had a little you know right so that's where i went i didn't even think of ryan right at all it's like wasn't even in my mind. Funny, yeah.
2: That's fun stuff. I like
1: stuff. Like so it's that. weird because it's, it's like, okay, it's I was in a different town, right? Town, I was in a different state. Yeah, it's not like she like. Oh, let's face it. Facebook yeah. was the only thing. Ew. So it's not like she could just like Instagram stalk me. Like, oh okay, oh let's look. Oh, there he is like a group of friends. Oh, you could marry a friend. Like, you know what right. I mean? So it's weird.
2: Yeah. No, it was total... It's... hmm And she pulled you specifically, yes. which is interesting. Yeah. I wonder... I would like to... If I could go and back... And we were about to head into, like... like, a bar or, like, right. like, a
1: club or whatever.
2: I wonder if she's still there. She's probably, like, 86 or something. You...
1: Wow. That was when I was 21. I'm... Well, I guess I just turned
2: 35. So... You make it seem like she... I make her seem like she's, like, 60 when she first met it you. It felt
1: like Madame Zeroni. <laughs> Get her up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of this, Grandpa. <laughs> well, that's,
2: that's too damn bad. bad.
1: Uh, Keep digging those holes.
2: I've never seen that movie. Okay. Sorry. I. What? Shia LaBouffe? Shia LaBeouf? Boof.
1: I don't know how you say his I name. Don't Uh So Dylan's never seen that. And he's never seen Moulin Rouge. Stop. So we can cancel Dylan. Cancel Dylan. <laughs> cancel me anyways Uh, but that's crazy yeah isn't that crazy that is crazy okay when your story that reminded me yeah because it's not a story that i remember and then i get triggered and i'm like
2: that actually happened like it's interesting those little things i mean like you don't think about it until it happens to you
1: i wonder if shanae remembers shanae if you're listening to this do you remember that Do you remember she probably doesn't she probably does or are we gonna (laughs) (laughs)
2: right. That sounds like a good thing
1: We interrupt this program For an important announcement A male in his early 40s Has escaped from police custody Please be on the lookout Let me check the children A married couple Were going out for the evening And called in a teenage babysitter To take care of their three children when she arrived, they told her they would probably wouldn't be back until late, and that the kids were already asleep, so she didn't need to disturb them. The babysitter starts doing her homework while awaiting a call from her boyfriend. After a while, the phone rings. She answers it. But here's no one on the other end. Just silence. Then, whoever it is, hangs up. After a few moments, the phone rings again. She answers, and this time it's a man on the line who says in a chilling voice, Have you checked the children? At first she thinks it might have been the father calling to check up, and he got interrupted. So she decides to ignore it. She goes back to her homework, and then the phone rings again. Have you checked the children? Says a creepy voice on the other end. Mr. Murphy? She asks, but the caller hangs up again. She decides to phone the restaurant where the parents said they'd be good dining. But when she asks for Mr. Murphy, she is told that he and his wife had left the restaurant 45 minutes earlier. So she calls the police and reports that a stranger has been calling her and hanging up. Have you checked the children? Has anyone threatened you? The dispatcher asks. No, she says. Well, there's nothing we can really do about it. You should be try reporting the prank again. the the phone company. A few minutes later goes by and she gets another call. Why haven't you checked the children? The voice says. Who is this, she asks, but he hangs up and again. She dials 911 and says, I'm scared. I know he's out there. He's watching me. Have you seen him? The dispatcher asks. She says, no, well, there isn't much we can do about it. The dispatcher, the dispatcher says. The babysitter goes into panic mode and pleads with him to help her. Now, now, it'll be okay, he says. Give me your number and street address, and if you can keep the guy on the phone for at least a minute, we'll try to trace the call. What is your name again? Linda. Okay, Linda, if he calls back, we'll do our best to trace the call, but just keep calm. Can you do that for me? Yes, she says and hangs up. She decides to turn the lights down so she can see if anybody is outside. And that's when she gets another call. It's me, familiar voice says. Why did you turn the lights down? Can you see me? She asks, panicking. Yes, he says, after a long pause. Look, you scared me, she says. I'm shaking. Are you happy? Is that what you wanted? No. Then what do you want? She asks. After a long pause,
0: your blood all over me.
1: She slams the phone down, terrified, almost immediately, rings again. Leave me alone, she screams, But the dispatcher calling back. His voice is urgent. Linda, we've traced the call. It's coming from another room inside the house. Get out of there, now! She tears to the front door, attempting to unlock it and dash outside, only to find the chain at the top still latched. In that time it takes her to unhook, she sees the door open at the top of the stairs. Light streams from the children's bedroom, revealing the profile of a man standing outside. She finally gets the door, opens it up, and bursts outside, only to find a cop standing at the doorstep with his gun drawn. At this point, she's safe. And of course, when they capture the intruder and drag him downstairs in handcuffs, she sees he is covered in blood. Come to find out. All three children have been murdered. i me check the children. I love that story. That was everything. I loved that story. It's a story I grew up with. Ugh. And we would tell it. And um, it's just terrifying because when you're young, like, we would always babysit. Yeah. And um, <laughs> no I kidding. would babysit my next door neighbor's kids. Yeah. And... It was my junior year in high school, and they made a movie about it. It calls... um, It's called... What is it called? It's not how you check the children, but um, something else. I'll find the name. Okay. Anyways, and I told them, mistakenly, that I went to see that with a group (laughs) of my friends. Yeah. And they thought it'd be funny, after I said that, when they were out, that they would call and hang up and do the same creepy things, and... Yeah, that was that was my bad. Um, but they were awesome. I loved them, but they messed with me so bad, and I was like, I should have never told you about that. Uh, It's called When a Stranger Calls. When a stranger. Two thousand six. So that dates me, anyways. So (laughs) That's I just I grew up with that story. I grew up with a lot of scary stories. Actually, we tell on the bus.
2: I love i think that's so funny we tell those stories on the bus it's funny because like when i was a kid i never really scary stories weren't my thing like i was a complete scaredy cat hated it it's so funny and I it wasn't right until like middle schoolish, maybe well, oh, maybe like eighth grade to like freshman year i watched my first scary movie um i know what you did last summer i'll never forget <sighs> I know, such a sad, sad movie, but it's—I mean, you've done better now. I've done so much better, um, but yeah, that was, and I will never forget going into my mom's salon and being like, "Mom, I really want to watch this movie. Is that okay?" Right? And she goes, "Yeah, but if you stay up at night, like that's your own fault. You know what I mean?" And I watched it, and I loved it, and from then on, it's been just this horror movie Mm -hmm. fanatic. I mean, um. That was when i sat on the bus and we'd watch the trailers to horror movies and um me and my friend sydney sydney I oh, yeah, yeah. Hi, sydney. hi sydney shout
1: out to sydney yeah
2: we'd sit there and um i mean i told her once um if you're listening Sydney, you probably remember the story because it's hilarious um i was like yeah let's watch this trailer it's about a wedding it's called the ring oh my gosh, and we get halfway through and she goes i don't think that this is about a wedding <laughs> I'm like it's not. It's about a girl that's coming out of a well.
1: You tricked Sydney. I tricked Sydney. She's Heidegger. So to go to. She's so sweet. She's the sweetest.
2: I'm just wanting to watch something scary, but I don't want to be alone. Oh my gosh, you're a jerk. <clears throat> Sorry, Sydney. That Sorry I did Sydney. that to you. Uh,
1: yeah. Isn't it so funny how we? Yeah. Anyways, um. So I also I just love scary things. Mm. I love Hitchcock. Just
2: classic with Will Smith. Hitchcock.
1: Sorry. Alfred Hitchcock.
2: <laughs> like, wow. That's a scary movie. I'm so like dumb, the birds, Psycho. Psycho. All, yeah. So funny enough, um, I watched Psycho for the first time this year, which is ridiculous. I'm sorry. What? I know. It took me 23 years of my life to Have be able to watch Have seen the that. birds? I'm going to show you the birds. I've watched the birds. Oh, thank God. Um, yep. I watched the birds literally right after I watched Psycho. and um, Good. Psycho w- was so ahead of its time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, even watching it today, I was still like, oh my gosh, what is going on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And. um, He's so good. He, It was incredible. I mean, both those movies are just mm-hmm. something that's... Sh-
1: birds, terrifying.
2: <laughs> birds in general. We should be. Terrifying. He told
1: us we need to be watching out for the birds. I'm terrified. There's literally birds.
2: a movie called The Birds. <laughs> the Birds. The Birds work for the bourgeoisie. Um, <laughs> <Jordan's> laughing. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about the the birds, the birds working for the bourgeoisie. Mm-mm. I'll show you the video later. It's like a like a TikTok or uh, um, or something.
1: TikTok, Tick tick Hey, check out our TikTok. Yeah, out with us.
2: We have a ton of fun videos. We're funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're funny, and if you don't think we're funny, that's on Get you. Get out. <laughs> that's a you problem. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that story, Jordan. I actually really liked it.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I love, I have a lot more, but anyways, I love that. That was my (laughs) favorite. That's my favorite scary movie. That one? I mean, scary movie. Scary Scary story. Story.
2: What is your favorite scary movie?
1: Oh, I don't know.
2: Really? No.
1: Yours is The Shining.
2: I love The Shining. Is that your favorite? It's my favorite. Okay. I
0: really don't know what mine is.
2: I've watched The Shining over thirteen times, over Whoa. maybe twenty times, to be very honest with you, and it's a three-hour movie. So I've spent over three times twenty, what is that, sixty hours of my life watching that movie, <coughs> and um, I love it. I it, don't
1: know what mine is.
2: I can sit there and watch Jack Nicholson bash through a door saying "Here's Johnny" a hundred more Here's times. Here's Johnny. Yeah. Well, and it just, I, I sorry, I'm not going to rant about it, but just. So that way, everyone's aware. I've seen it enough. Where I'm still learning about that movie because
1: yeah, you we've talked about this.
2: the The director just did such a fantastic job bringing that movie or that book, excuse me, to life. And um, the twists and the turns and the no offense, to Stephen King. I will never met meet him, but <laughs> I don't think the book was nearly as good as that movie. Mm. Like, and it's just yeah. They took the movie to a completely different aspect, and you can see the fear in Shelley Duvall's face throughout the entire movie. And we've talked about we have talked conspiracy about conspiracy yep. theories yes, on that movie. Yes, we have. Yeah, I, sorry, I can sit there and talk about it all day. I'm not going to, but yes, that is by far one of my favorite scary movies. Um, and it's not even because it's scary; it's just mind-boggling, and the captureness of what. Fear can bring to someone. The conspiracy theory. I'll talk about it just for a little bit. Just because we're here. Is that. um, It's not Jack Nicholson's. Character that goes crazy. Mm -hmm. It's Shelley Duvall's character that goes crazy. So. So, and, I mean, thinking about it, it makes complete sense. Yeah. I mean, she's the one that really just kind of loses her mind, and you can see the progression of her mind getting more and more and more just lost within this hedge maze. Yeah. Like, you know, lack of a better term, literally a hedge maze of a story, you know, and um, it just it just ties well with that yeah. that theory. But um, if you've seen it, tell me what you your thoughts are what what did you like about it what did you not like about it um if you didn't like it you're wrong <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> he tells you straight up. <laughs> Just you know sorry not sorry
1: sorry i'm not sorry
2: <laughs> so anyways you please
1: um i don't know i don't know what my favorite scary movie is that's it's a hard pick it's a hard one i love psycho i i love that movie i love yes um. Just, oh, he's so good,
2: but um, let alone um, the queen of horror, who is Jamie Lee Curtis, her own mother. Yes, is the main gal in the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I mean, she got the, her star of fame from yep. the one scene, the
1: scene screaming. Uh, oh, in... terrifying! And even black and white, you know what's happening
2: terrifying black and white and you don't see a single drop of blood nope or but a single that's stab because wound. he's
1: so good yeah he, but you can feel the terror he's man
2: yep it was so he, yeah he's good incredible
1: um i honestly like i don't know i don't have one that i
2: just are you more of a slasher movie type no, of a person i'm more of a like psychological
1: psychological intent like that okay I like so those.
2: like um shutter island Love Shutter, Shutter Island. Shutter Island was great. That
1: mind. First thought. I mean still even I know what's going to happen I'm still like right. where am I seeing it? I love Shutter Island. Yeah, Shutter Island. Leo great. did such a good job in that. movie. Yeah. Um
2: Yep, Mr. DiCaprio.
1: Yeah, I don't know like the sixth sense,
2: that's a great sixth one. Sixth sense is a great
1: one. I love M Night Shyamalan's. Yep. He's also another hit. I mean I wouldn't compare him to Hitchcock, but he does a lot of those um
2: this Final yeah. twists and
0: turns.
1: Signs. Um, signs is good. Uh, what else? Uh, the Village is good. These are all M. Night Shyamalan. Um, I don't think I really have like a favorite favorite. I just like to watch them I all. I just like
2: them. Yeah. I've definitely gotten into... I mean, of course, I started with slasher movies. Mm-hmm. So that was what I kind of started with. I feel like that's kind of what everyone starts with, with horror. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, times are different between um how scary movies are versus now um but i would dive deeper into more of the spiritual realm you know so you're getting into like the insidious movies oh insidious is good you know those are movies that i just rewatched the third conjuring movie the other day um the devil made me do it and how incredible of that story for one for it being a true story yeah i mean every single conjuring is a true story which and lorraine warren i don't know how you did it
1: mm, I mean, yeah rest in peace because that can yeah yeah. Totally, mess with, yeah
2: totally mess with you you know but their love for each other and their strength and their faith really brought them all together yeah you know and um how incredible of a like i said the story and just that. so but let's, yeah i agree with you i think
1: well, let's talk about movies that we don't do
2: okay i think we both have one <laughs> yeah <laughs> We don't do... <laughs> we don't do, like, hardcore exorcism yeah, movies. Yeah, we
1: ain't bringing that into yeah. our lives.
2: mm um, No, I've thank you. I've never seen The Exorcist, and I've never seen I Poltergeist.
1: Have. And the what? Poltergeist? No. I I have seen... The, I, I I can't, though. Like, i just stopped. The original but, Exorcist? Yeah,
2: I just... I'm like, no. Sorry. I just... Here's my thing. I just... It's not my... It's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I've seen movies of possession. Yeah. Conjuring is one of them. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? Like, those are movies that I i've seen it but like when the sole focus is literally demon filled yes, I mentally nope, my body just doesn't no, react well with it that's your
1: spirit it's just, it's yeah insane. nope there's yeah.
2: the new exorcist movie coming out you know also can we just talk about it real quick the exorcist movie had all of those terrible things that happened to the entire cast yeah
1: it's because they're inviting
2: yeah it's a whole no thank you it's i mean it's a just it's a it's a world on its own, and when yep. we sit there and bring that stuff in, you know, no, it's thank crazy. No, yeah. um, But they have that brand new Exorcist movie, and it gives me the chills. Like, have
1: we not learned from our have past? Learned? What's Literally your guys' favorite scary movie? Do you like scary movies? It's not... I know Alex will jump on this train. She does. Yeah. So um, she's very excited about
2: this episode. Yeah. Scary she's, movies, man. She... Yeah. Are you... Uh, yeah, the, and uh, of
1: course, when
2: we got together, we, of course, watched scary movies, so... Yeah. I'm ex- Yeah, no, we we watched all the scary movies. Yeah, recently. we love everything scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a great time.
1: Yeah, so yeah. Um, comment on our Instagram um, at wine with us as w h i n e dot with us. Your favorite scary movie? Um, what is something you just don't do? Like, do you like any of this stuff? You're like, no, not my cup of tea. That's fine. It isn't, but yeah, just let us know in the comments so we would love to hear from you guys and also drop if you are going to be a funny character or whatever what else whatever you're going to be for halloween just (laughs) let us know yeah i I want to know yeah
2: so we'll rank if you have pictures of your guys' halloween costumes send them in yes Uh, we'll rank them that would be And the winner can be on like our instagram story or something that would be awesome so, speaking of awesome Halloween time, yeah. let's dive deeper into the facts of Halloween, Okay.
1: Please. So, fact number four. In the 1400s, Samhain was a big no-no, but the tradition of scaring away ghouls the night before didn't totally disappear. People in Ireland and the different parts of England and Scotland, too, kept celebrating the holiday. Folks still wore masks and costumes on All Hallows' Eve. But they also started going door-to-door to sing a song or do a trick. So this is where the trick-or-treats come in. Okay. Performers were rewarded with food or small gifts because obviously candy not really, you know. Yeah, it wasn't a thing.
2: <laughs> Mars was not a company. So it
1: sounded like trick-or-treating. Treat. In those days, it was called mumming. Mumming? That's interesting. Yeah. So that is where the door-to-door tradition came in, to keep it kind of... Um, able to wear those costumes that they talked about right, right? um and to keep celebrating the all hollows eve um so later in the early 1600s where the british established colonies in what would later become guess what the united states <laughs> they <laughs> brought all hollows eve traditions with them so although the puritans who settled in new england didn't approve of the holiday people in southern colonies like maryland and virginia celebrated with ghost stories fortune telling and dancing so that is kind of where the um ghost stories and all of that come into place with the all Hallows eve so that is a little bit of more facts for you guys um so yes and we will now be going on to our next bottle oh my
2: gosh how exciting i know that was fun yeah this wine has been great it's been great Um, to sip and chat like honestly yeah it hasn't let us down no you know um i was really excited when we were talking about this episode like i said earlier we only wanted pretty much one wine for the thought process Mm -hmm. of this and it was the seven deadly you know it's it's something that's unique it's something out of of course washington state yeah. and um to bring a different type of aspect of seven deadly sins to seven deadly zins and make it wine based i'm all for it
1: <laughs> and i feel like this wine has been consistent
2: all the way through Absolutely. i haven't
1: f- tasted anything really different it's been sitting out it's been airing like i it's it's very good it's consistent is right. what i would say
2: I also wouldn't say that um, it's overly jammy, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like as it's aired, the jamminess has kind of just enjoyed itself, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout the time. But it's not been a... um, Because sometimes when you air out things, the flavors enhance. And I thought maybe the flavors of the jamminess would enhance more. But really, like you said, it's been very consistent. It's it's consistent.
1: It's a great... Um, I would say medium body, medium to full body
2: red. Okay. Um, it's it's very consistent all throughout. So, um, kind of doing this on a different type of aspect on, kind of podcast wise. Um, I figured, what would you rate it? Let's
0: do our okay. rating now.
2: Let's start our rating. Um, I would rate this
1: being consistent, being smooth. We've been chatting this whole time. It's been not harsh. It, you know, right. um I would rate this probably a 7.
2: Right on the money. I would agree with you, okay. 7. Yeah. I I think there's things that of course any wine can improve on. Yeah. This one I'm kind of I wish it had more of the peppery aspect to mm-hmm. it. Um just due to as more, more like yeah. red, yeah. but um Yeah, more of a full body. It's a little bit light. light. But if you are getting new into a red or wanting to try something new, this is definitely a wine to do so. Because it's that smooth. You're getting that fruit flavors. It's jammy. Yep. Still on the more of a sweet side, but kind of getting you on the back end with a little bit of a tannin, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, definitely an intro into red. So good job on the Sedley, the Sedley, the seven (laughs) deadly red. Yes. Good job.
1: Okay, so we are going to switch gears now, and we are going to do the Seven Deadly Cab. Ooh. I know. This is a 2020 cab. I love the bottle. It's like the little angel halo on top, and obviously, I think all of them have it, but I don't know. We didn't describe the bottle in the first we one. We didn't. But, um, so each label is seven, right? But the seven's also a Z,
2: right? So because if we talk about the seven,
1: Um, and then the halo on top, and then it gives the seven or the seven deadly sins, which is you know the play on words. So wrath, greed, envy, vanity, sloth, gluttony, and lust. So let's jump in S- let's the seven do deadly it. cab. While you open that up for us, I will go ahead and give some notes and some of the data that um, we'll be hearing from. Yeah. So, okay, beautiful. Love it. Love that. All right. So, um, we've already got the background of where um, the seven deadlies come from. And these, um, this wine especially, um, we are going to be. It says sinful indeed, and it looks sinful indeed. It is a dark red, like I don't even know dark color, purple, plum, like. But it's for sure.
2: It's dark. <laughs> well, and the bottle matches it too. It's it the does. only bottle that is full black. You have yeah our last one. It was red, of course, because it was a red label. But the Zinfandel is kind of giving me a old scroll, scroll. vibe, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So, sinful
1: indeed. Um, this is aged approximately six months in a French on French oak, um, and this cab is a full-bodied and seductive. The flavors of jammy blackberry are followed by the aromas of vanilla and mocha, leaving a wine with a big mouthful good structure and long finish. In this wine, you're going to um, taste, the composition is 80% Cab Sauve, 5% Petit Syrah, 5% Petit Verdot, 5% Malbec, and 5% Other Mixed Red. So that is what we're gonna taste in here. Of course, like all the Seven Deadlies, this is Certified Sustainable um, Grape Growing, um, and it has the, all of the certified logos on it. So, cheers. Awesome.
2: Cheers. Yeah, I'm getting that smell kind of more in the front, more middle yep. end.
1: I can see the vanilla, the sweetness. Yeah, Um,
2: absolutely. What they're talking about. Wow. That's good. That's really good. I mean, it's... It's just as smooth as Mm -hmm. the last one, but I tell you what, I agree with you on that vanilla. That vanilla just hits beautifully on your tongue, and it has a nice jammy finish.
1: Mm -hmm. They say mocha, and so I don't know if it is um, because it's placed there, right? Right. So then we're thinking about it, right, the placement, because we're reading it. So we're like, oh, are we trying to taste it, or we are? Um, But I can see that mocha. Yeah.
2: Follow you know what I mean? I no, can see it. It was funny I because I was it. trying to figure out there was something that I was also trying. Chocolate. And as soon as you said mocha, it brought me back to a Dutch Brothers mm-hmm. um white chocolate mocha <gasps> that I would yes. always get. And it and it's creamy. It this oh, absolutely. wine is creamy, which that, for a cab is That's a great description, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean it is. It it has this it's soft, it's balanced, it's almost caramelized Mm -hmm. like it's just yes you know what i mean and then it has that wonderful vanilla finished and then it boom hits Mm -hmm. you with that mocha you know and the smell is deceiving it's it is it's very deceiving you know you're thinking that you're gonna get this impactful like because it's full-bodied it for sure is and i'll tell you what it's lingered very well i mean just having that one sip and it's been at least a minute you know or two and i'm still having that wonderful feel it's, of that mocha
1: yeah and it's uh power suggestion is the word i was thinking of but because we're reading it right it's kind of like you get a white car and everybody else gets a white car it's actually a funny story we would always do that and then me and my brother would go power of suggestion like all the time because we would just do it but <laughs> it kind of is that like a reading it and are we tasting it but we, right. i really am and you no, worded it perfectly too. like it is that caramel like that is what i'm tasting yeah. at mocha the dutch bros
2: kind of that fruit, like right well and and like that fruit like appeal I mean you're exactly right it's just it hits great on all sorts of levels Mm -hmm. especially for a cab you know um I'm definitely this is different I mean a different cab I'm not mad about it I'm not mad about it at all I think it's I think what they've done especially I mean considering we drink a lot of, of course, Washington wines. Mm-hmm. We live in Washington, right next to Red Mountain. It makes the most do. sense. We do. We do. What are you talking about? Don't tell the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they know, right? Um, but you know, our cabs here are very peppery. They're very strong, smoky, strong, strong, strong. Yeah. Right. Yep. And um, to have a cab mature grapes. Yeah. Right. Coming from California, and to taste something that californian cab wine has turned into something that's good different that's still good so good you know it's just like the one i said before it's still as good as being able to have a starter wine yeah i thought i wasn't going to be able to say that for this wine you know it's i didn't think to go from the red to the cab i thought for sure this cab would be a little more smokier Mm -hmm. heavier a little bit harsher yeah maybe Right, and I feel um, like
1: because we're used to hundred percent, mainly hundred percent cab,
2: and you know that could be it too.
1: And this is, you know, this composition is eighty and five on the rest. So
2: right, I mean, you're right. It could be that fact, right? Um, But even for well, we would technically quote unquote call a pizza wine. Yep, uh, because the more toppings, yep, the different the The wine changes. Yeah, um, for a pizza wine, it's it's quite a impressive it's good. like i'm i'm not mad about it neither am i and you know it's it's funny when we were picking up the wine or well, was when i was picking up the wine and having known that they're coming from the aba but from seven different locations to build into one wine because obviously we do our research beforehand mm-hmm. i was interested to see what a, i mean what these would be like you yeah know what i mean like how are they going to provide such a strong cap or red or Zinfandel Absolutely, yeah. from these different locations? So um, thus far, they're doing a pretty good job.
1: You're doing really good. And so because it is different, what would you um, rate this wine, Dylan?
2: Um, oh, that's a good question.
1: I know we just kind of so we can come back to it, but. Um, How about I start with this. What would you pair with this?
2: Good pairing. Um, Yeah. You know, um, I probably would pair still some of your red meats. I think that would be great. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, some good cheeses. We'd love a charcuterie board. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. Um, But with this one... I mean, the last one, I kind of compared it to more of a dessert that I'd yeah. pair more. This one, I'm kind of leaning towards more of a pork. Um, I kind of want to yeah. have bacon with this. I don't know why. but It sounds like, delicious. I just feel like bacon, turkey, those type of more medium-bodied meat. I agree, yeah. Would be okay. really good, good and pork tasty pork with this. Good. Right, a good pork chop. I just felt like usually with that, like... Uh, steak it's more of a hard-hitting you know full of meat but like with the pork i feel like you're getting more of the fatty bits yes and with this it i feel like it just pairs well like Mm -hmm. the the salty and the kind of more tanginess of this cab yeah Um, absolutely absolutely um you talked about you did mention dessert absolutely What, what would you think um dessert with this one i'm kind of wanting to go something a little more fruity okay i think that would pair differently with this wine of course we talked about like i said earlier the uh, creme brulee would be for the last mm-hmm. one this one i'm almost feeling a-, a tart of something get out of my dome dude i was thinking the same that- thing i was f- thinking the same Love thing us. um Love us. like a cherry tart though or are you thinking like cherries or are you thinking I was what thinking,
1: th- like, a raspberry okay. tart. Yeah. Um, totally could see raspberry. Yeah, I think that'd be delicious.
2: Raspberry, blackberries, um, cherries, I think. Um, I love a good pomegranate. I love pomegranates. They're good. good. I mean, I like the drinks, like, um, like the flavored. Like a pomegranate drink. Yes.
1: Huckleberries.
2: Those are great.
1: Those are great. Did you know that huckleberries and blueberries are the same thing?
2: Huckleberries and blueberries.
1: No, wait. I learned this, and I'm Really? Brother, yeah, I'm 34. Yeah, it's their blue. Because I asked, I'm like, "What is a huckleberry?" Yeah, and my brother's like, "It's a blueberry, but in the wild, the wild blueberry." Really? I'm pretty sure. Hold up. Huck, blueberries are juicy and sweet. Huckleberries are sharp. A huckleberry is a plant flower, so it's like the the um, wild blueberry. I guess. In, I don't know. Really? Anyways, it's out and yeah. Wow! Because I, I asked him, because I had a drink, and it had, um, where were we? Uh, we were somewhere, and I got a drink. Oh, we were at, I'll have to take you to this place. It's just Tap House, but it's awesome in Pasco. Um, okay. And you like get a wristband, and you can get different beers, and they have ciders and stuff. But I didn't get that, because I came late. It was after Water Day. Okay. And so I met all of my brothers and sister-in-laws, and Ryan and I, we went there after... Um, Everybody was in town, so we went there just for the adults. My niece and nephew were in from GCU, like, so we were just hanging out. And so I didn't get the band because I came late, and I was like, "Well, I don't know how many how many they're in. Like, I'll just grab stuff from the bar." Right. So I grabbed this huckleberry drink, had blueberries in it, and I was like, "This isn't huckleberries." And my brother's like, "Yeah, it is." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Huckleberries are just blueberries, but like wild." I was like okay i feel like an idiot (laughs) yeah i'm like how did i not
0: because then i was like
1: what is an like that's why i think i did i was like what is actually huckleberry like when i think about it and he's like just a wild blueberry and i was like oh like this is a known fact (laughs) like
2: (laughs) clearly not too known because i didn't know either
1: i know i was like i feel like an idiot
2: i thought it was his own fruit so did i so, wait, if it grows bigger, then does it become a blueberry or? I don't know.
1: I don't know the science of
2: it. Maybe. But
1: just say it. like,
2: I'm like, oh, and then I feel like an idiot. Like, okay. Okay, total side note, because now we're on fruits, because here we are. Yeah. Do you do frozen blueberries? I
1: love. Okay, so I'm not a big blueberry fan, to be honest. TVH, really? No. Okay. Ugh. Like, some are good and some are, not but it's like, you That's know what I mean?
2: Some are sm- smushy and some And it are...
1: depends on when the ripeness and so... Yeah, absolutely. Um, If I have frozen blueberries, will I eat them? I put them in a, usually a smoothie.
2: So that's okay. what I do. They're good for you. So, but I don't eat them, so I just put them in my smoothie. See, so that's like... So, when it's blueberry and grape season, we will freeze... I love frozen... Grapes and grapes. blueberries. And, um... I like... I like love frozen cherries. Put them in my m- mouth. And... I have frozen
1: cherries in my freezer if you want. I okay. love frozen cherries. Yeah, frozen cherries. My brother got them. me on that actually.
2: Do they have pits in them? Mm hmm. So you...
1: As soon as I get cherries, I put them in the freezer. Because
2: really? they're like a snack.
1: It's just a snack. Team. Yeah, it's a frozen it's snack. And I like cold things. Me? And so instead of eating ice, I just eat frozen cherries.
2: Love that. And frozen grapes. Frozen, frozen grapes. grapes are the best. So good. I like to, this is so weird, but I like to de skin them. Do you de skin no.
1: grapes? No. Are you a cannibal? No, Just like like a put them in. We're the- great <laughs> families. They're
0: like Papa
1: <laughs> is being skinned. The little, Come here, your little grape. Give me your
2: little green grape. You're gonna get skinned today. No, oh. like I like you skin them yeah. when they're frozen because they like peel better. It's whatever. It's, Do you not eat facts the skin? About Halloween. No, I still eat the. Oh, okay. I still eat the this whole is grape.
0: weird.
1: Okay, I but speaking have- of sweet treats and stuff, do you guys have sweet <laughs> Do you de-skin your grapes? Because are you a psychopath? I'm sorry. <laughs> so, fun fact number six. In the mid-1800s, after 1845, millions of immigrants from Ireland, okay, so remember, they, when British established the colonies, all Hollows Eve traditions, they brought with them, blah, blah, right. blah, blah um, and they celebrated still. With a ghost story and stuff after that. 1845, millions of immigrants from Ireland became arriving in the United States. Newcomers uh, helped spread Halloween celebrations throughout the country. One Irish tradition involved hollowing out turnips. Okay, so you're going to kind of hear this wait, turnips. What are turnips part of? Carving out faces in them, oh, placing the candle my. inside. The turnips were meant to protect them from an evil spirit called Stingy Jack, like jack o' lanterns, <laughs> and were called jack o' lanterns. Later, people also carved potatoes, beads, pumpkins, so all of those to protect them from harm. So that is that's an awesome fact.
2: You know what's interesting? Turnips are tiny.
1: Ireland. That's an Irish part to the thing. Yeah, it's so cool the different countries, um, country like yeah the the different parts that they add. Right. So, it started off one way and then became the different ways. Yeah. Right. I think that's interesting. Um, and then early in the 1900s, now this is number seven. By the 20th century, Halloween had become a pranking holiday. Okay. Ooh. Adults spray um, rattled windows and tied doors shut to make people think supernatural forces were around. Mm -hmm. Wow. Some began offering sweets to convince jokesters to leave their house alone. Okay, so this is probably where the candy part comes in. Um, This would probably be why we now say trick or treat. (laughs) Hoping to change the way the holiday was celebrated, local leaders encouraged parents to take their costume children door to door to politely ask for goodies. I don't understand the reasoning for that
2: um well if i'm understanding correctly it's because the adults were doing the tricks even though we yeah. grew up thinking well, at least i did that us as the kids would do the tricks if we didn't get the treat yeah so back then it's adults it was rattled. the adults and mm-hmm. the kids would come and say trick or treat yeah and can you imagine being a kid coming up to a doorstep and being like Ha, ah, you thought it was gonna be a treat you getting
1: a trick kid Dance do to rock around do, rock, rock around. around, do, around it's it's, tricky. Tricky, it's tricky, tricky, tricky tricky. Tricky. Okay. Um anyways, that yeah. is crazy. Wow. I know I'm learning so much about Halloween.
2: It's been very interesting and I am so excited to continue to learn some more.
1: Yeah, it is um it's just really super fascinating to um. I guess get to learn where it came from, and I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, I totally understand where you're coming. Yeah, so... We have now identified the suspect accused of murder as Stanley McAllister. As a reminder, if you see this man, early 40s, brown hair and brown eyes, walking with a limp due to a gunshot wound, please call the authorities. Do not approach. Humans can lick too. A beautiful young girl, who was left home alone one night, protected by her border collie, was told by her parents to lock all the doors and windows before they had left. But there was one window in the basement that would not close completely. Trying as fast as she could finally got the window shut, but it would not lock. So she left the window and went back upstairs. But just to make sure that no one could get in, she put a deadbolt lock on the basement door. She sat down, had some dinner, fed her dog, and decided to go to sleep for the night. Settling down, she snuggled up in her bed. Her dog slept underneath her bed. She reached her hand down and let her dog lick it, as she said good night. But during the night, she woke up with a start. The girl lay there, wondering what had woken her. When settling, she heard a noise. It was a dripping sound, and it seemed to be coming from the bathroom. She must have left the water running. And now it was dripping into the drain of her sink. So thinking it was no big deal, she decided to go back to sleep. But she felt nervous, so she started to reach her hand over the edge of the bed and let the dog lick her hand for reassurance. They would protect her. Again, at about 3.45, she woke up.
1: suspect was last seen on 43rd Street. If you live on 43rd Street, please be advised, close your windows, lock your doors. You never
2: know. Staring straight at me, and their mouths are hanging open, and I feel paralyzed by fear. I can't let them know I'm not asleep, and there's nothing left for me to do to save me. I've been trying to think of a way to escape, but if I stay there, I'm going to die. It's waiting for me. I'm waiting for me to wake up. I'm waiting for me to wake up and see what it has done. And a few hours go by, and I was awoken by loud screams coming down from the hall got up, and went down to see what was going on. After taking a peek outside my bedroom door, I noticed blood on the carpet. Terrified. Terrified, I jumped up back into bed and hid under the covers, tried desperately to go back to sleep, and tried to convince myself that there was just something horrible. Just a nightmare. Then I heard my bedroom door creak open. I peeked out from under the blankets and see what was going on. just adjusted to the darkness i couldn't make out what was going on and it was just dragging it was dragging the bodies of my dead parents it propped my father against the edge of the bed it turned his head to face me then it sat my mother down in the chair and it positioned her face towards me as well finally it started rubbing its hands along the walls drawing something Rolled a message on the wall, a few hours ago. It was too dark to read. The thing had been standing in the corner for hours, waiting for me to strike. My eyes have just adjusted to the darkness, and now I can read the message.
1: Seven, seven deadly that we're drinking, um this cab that we have now, it, after a while, it's been sitting, and it's mellowed it's I think it's I think consistency that keeps coming to my brain mm-hmm. that this winemaker has done it's very consistent with the wines, right um nothing has changed dramatically dramatically nothing we're tasting is you know has changed at all so i would say that that is kudos right to that
2: yeah i mean you really i feel like i agree with you when you say the words consistency because every single sip i taste mm-hmm. um every smell i take it's as if the flavors are always there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not like they've gone too much. It's not that they've gone too little. You know, they've just been consistent throughout this entire time. Yeah. Um, I feel like... And I don't know if about you. I will say that I feel like the peppery of the cab is showing a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like it's an overpowering, punch you in the face type of feel. Um, it's still no. within that
1: consistency.
2: Yeah deadline
1: yeah i agree
2: what um what would you rate this wine i think for a newer person that's trying to get into red wines i think it's perfect um i think a, i think a solid seven is still kind of on my radar seven and a half maybe mm-hmm. um i mean i don't i i want to push an eight i'm kind of getting there but i think a seven and a half is perfect where i land just because yeah. it's like you said it's consistent it's good it's not a bad wine no um but i feel like for a cab to me is what i'm wanting is a little more of on that drier tannin peppery yes. feel yes. yeah um and maybe i'm just biased based off of yeah, our could own be. absolutely area, yeah you no know? um but i'm not going to say that this is a terrible wine because it's not it's absolutely incredible and um they've done a very hands-on job with really taking care of this wine throughout their time so um that's kind of where i'm at what about you
1: i would also i'm thinking i'm more in the six and a half side seven oh, okay. so i'm there um i like a deeper cab i think so yeah um this is good this is great we're still enjoying it. We're talking. We're right. doing everything. So, um, yeah, I would say seven.
2: Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a good white elephant gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's one of those gifts that uh, I think anyone can enjoy. You know, if you have uh, a group of people over who aren't too kind of wine snobby, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yep. Like, anyone likes a good glass of wine, you can prepare it think this would be a good yeah absolutely yep um so i agree with that being said jordan what's your favorite halloween candy mm, i love halloween candy i mean i just like candy in
1: general so
0: right
2: um
1: hmm, i'm saying any of the chocolate bars like a good twix snickers reese's I mean Reese's is my favorite candy. Reese's always Reese's been. cups. Let's be clear, Reese's pieces are trash. <laughs> I mean, that's serious. I
2: mean, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm not I don't like Reese's you. pieces. Okay, here was my question though, because you brought up Twix. Are you a left Twix girl? or Are you a right Twix girl? <laughs> um, when I happened- know
1: exactly what that means. I just.
2: Well, I know you... I feel
1: like <laughs> the right tastes better. I don't know why.
2: Oh, okay. I have no idea. I don't know. One of them, I can't honestly remember. I think it's the right has more caramel, and the left Twix has more cookie.
1: Mmm. Then I like the right
2: Yeah, you like Car- the caramel. Mm-hmm. I like the cookie, so I'm more of a left. Mmm. Interessante. So, on top of that, here's another follow-up question. Have you seen... um? really the Kardashians are the ones that kind of pinpointed it but eating like Kit Kats where you take off all the chocolate first and then you eat the layers of candy bars so like Twix bars you eat all of the chocolate and then the caramel and then you save the cookie for last or you discard the cookie or like Kit Kats, you eat the chocolates on all sides, and then you tear apart each piece of the wafer. I know what I'm talking to, about?
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, I do. But I don't do that with those. But I used to eat my Reese's Pieces like that. I would eat the edge.
2: The Reese's Pieces? Mm-hmm. or Sorry, not Reese's Pieces. Reese's. Candy Bark. Yeah. Or candy uh, circles. The Reese's Cuts. Yep.
1: Yeah. Eat the edge. Then they scrape off the top of the chocolate. Scrape off the bottom of the chocolate and the sides. And then they save the peanut butter for last. I don't do that to this day because I'm like, ain't nobody got time for that. It's so, too much work. that's how I feel. <laughs> but no, I
2: don't do the other stuff. I'm okay. like, mm, I do it with the
0: clearly Twix bar. you have
1: time.
2: Yeah, well, the Twix bar I do it because I the cookie I like to save for last. It's something about the cookie. I don't know what it is. That's but weird. I know it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the cookie. Um,
1: what? No, yeah. it's not about the cookie. I know it's weird. It's so- about all of it together. I, I We're all in this it's together. together.
2: Uh. High school musical. Gabriello, why did you leave Troy Bolton? Um oh. you gotta go my own way. We are different hitting
1: definitely hitting different feels.
2: Yeah, no um cool, yeah. I mean Candy candy's different. I mean, I feel like when I was younger I feel like my taste buds have obviously changed, but I was all about three musketeer bars back when I was littler. and um I like a lot of sour candy or tart candy now. Mm, yeah,
0: did I you get ever it, go but those?
1: I I did um I never really liked them until now. Okay. There they may go to?
2: No. Absolutely no. not. No. Yeah. Um. I love. Okay. Guilty pleasures. Talk about candy. Um. If I can find a mystery Laffy Taffy. Ooh. Laffy Taffy. Love, love a good the mystery Laffy Taffy. Other. And I also really like those nerd clusters.
1: The girls like them. I know. It's weird.
2: It's a weird thing to me. The nerd clusters? Mm-hmm. Like in Redwickard, the texture. I'm a texture person, That's so it's true. weird. That's true. Yeah, I. I mean, I like. I like to. I'm weird because I like to pull everything off of the. Like I like to take off the nerds part and then keep the rope part to myself.
1: You might as well just get nerds, and then twizzle ropes. <laughs> like a twizzle. <laughs> and then just eat them.
2: Jordan used to take those. My sister Jordan, know, not me. Um, uh, my sister Jordan. She used to take those ones that have all the different types of flavors, and peel, like whichever ones that she wanted flavor wise, mm-hmm. and eat those. For what did she do? With the ones she didn't like. I think I ate them. I'm sure I probably ate them, or someone. Was I doing. probably
1: ate them. Why I am the way I am today.
2: <laughs> That's why I am the way I am today.
1: So what is your guys' favorite candy? We would love to know. We'd love to know what you are you sweet? Are you tart?
0: Chocolatey? Sour.
1: Sour. Love it. Do you like this spicy with like the Chamoy candy? Ooh,
0: that's a good point. Are you
1: any of that? We would love to know what you're like super excited to get on Halloween. Um, if you get candy or you just buy it for trick-or-treaters and you end up eating it yourself. Right. Not gonna say that's a problem. Nope. I mean, I would have thought about it for the kids. It's for the kids.
2: Have you seen that Jimmy Kimmel skit where they go off and they are like, "Um, kids, I eat your Halloween." Candy. Oh my gosh, yeah, and the kids like freak out. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's traumatizing.
2: Okay. <laughs> also, like, kids shouldn't react that way. I, I don't know. know. Isn't that strange? It is. I love that. Uh Yeah, but no. Please let us know in the comments. You know. What your favorite candy is, and uh, do you eat your candy kind of in a strange way, like the Kardashians or myself? But yeah, with that being said, he's
1: a Kardashian.
2: (laughs) I'm a wannabe. Yeah. Um. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into our final wine of the evening,
1: the Creme de la Creme. Those would say,
2: yeah. Thank you guys for, you know, sticking out for this long and enjoying our time together. It has. It's
1: we just been hanging out and yeah. I like this style. I think it's been fun.
2: That's kind of how me and Jordan try to be as much as possible. It's just this way of us all being able to get together and enjoy wine and um or a different drink if you have something different, of course. Yes. And um talk about spooky yeah. things.
1: Just remember, you're that third party yeah. for, with us, so we're just at the table, you're hanging with us, you know, so um, whatever you're drinking, if it's not wine, then
2: something else, and you're just hanging out with us. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, you guys are our, our plus one, and we're <laughs> so glad to have you guys with us. So, with that being said, Jordan, let's go ahead and let's open up that Zinfandel. righty, here we go. Seven deadly Zins. We interrupted this special bulletin for a new intel on what's going on within the murder that had escaped recently. The young, early 40s gentleman with brown hair, brown eyes, named Stanley McAllister, there has been reports of Mr. McAllister hobbling down 43rd street if you see this man grab your children and run do not approach for he is the halloween massacre
1: on halloween night in 2002 four young girls were walking down a lonely street when they passed by an old church standing outside was a man dressed in a clown costume he asked the girls if they'd seen a puppy When they said they hadn't seen, the man asked them to help him find the lost dog. The girls agreed to help, and in the search, and the man in the clown costume led them into the old church. As soon as they went through the door, the man looked behind them, trapping them in the old building. The girls realized they had been tricked, but it was a little too late. They tried to flee, but he was too fast for them. The man tied the girls up and kept them in the old church for hours. He did unspeakable things to them, and their screams echoed in the marbled walls, the wooden rafters, and the armed ceiling. After he had his fun, the poor unfortunate girls thought he would let them go. But they were wrong. He killed them one by one and then escaped into the night. People who saw the clown walking down the street didn't think anything of it, because it was Halloween night, and many people were wearing costumes. If only they had known that this clown costume was red, because it was covered in blood. The next morning, the local priest was surprised to find the church doors were unlocked. He went inside, and in the darkness, he heard a mysterious dripping sound. As he walked down the aisle, he saw a pool of blood lying on the altar. He quickly turned on all the lights in the church and gasped in horror in the terrifying sight that his eyes met. The dripping was coming from the headless bodies of the four young girls that were hanging upside down from the rafters. Their blood was dripping down from the body stumps and their necks forming a pool on the altar. But worse was yet to come. The girls' bodies were buried in the small cemetery behind the church just a few weeks later. Their parents revived, or received four mysterious packages in the mail. When their parents unwrapped the packages and opened the boxes, they recoiled in horror. The boxes contained the severed heads of their young daughters. Some people say that if you visit the church on Halloween night, you will see the ghosts of the four young girls standing at the altar. According to legend, you can hear their screams echoing in the darkness. To this day, the man who murdered the girls has never been found. So if you ever see a man coming up to you, and help says help, he wants to find your lost puppy, remember this story.
2: All right, everyone, let's go ahead and dive deeper into this wonderful Zinfandel, the Seven Deadly Zins. Seven Deadly is known for their Zinfandel, and um, yeah, Jordan, please take it away.
1: Yeah, so, all right, in this Zinfandel, as we talked about, each bottle has the Z with the seven, the halo above it, representing the Seven Deadly Sins. Which wealth, greed, envy, vanity, sloth, gluttony, and lust. This Zinfandel is the 2019 Zinfandel, and it is composed of um, 80% Zinfandel and 20% Petite Sirah. This is sinful indeed. Their old wine Zinfandel is a full body and seductive. It um, heaps of jammy berry fruit and is followed by aromas of leather, oak, and spice notes. On the palate, the wine is round and layered, showing flavors of dark fruits, currants, and toffee
2: through a lingering spice-touch finish. Wow. I am um, super excited to just dive deeper into this wine. I mean, really, uh, it's the one that, of course, we... I picked up first when mm-hmm. we were getting these wines and to see kind of on the off chance, this only has two of what make up this wine and it's eighty percent of the Zinfandel and twenty percent of the Petite Syrah and yeah. um we're going to find those jammy berry fruits within that Zinfandel and then of course the leather oak and spice notes within that Petit Syrah and um, I am just super excited to dive really just really dive into mm-hmm. this wine. I mean I know I've said it a lot but it's exciting so. Okay let's here we do go. It. Cheers. Cheers. Overall dark in color. Legs are quite prominent. Yes. Uh, they've been like that throughout the entire three glasses. I agree. Um, we never talked about that, but yes, I know. But you know, uh, just talking about it now, I, I still, you can swirl the glass, and I see them. They're, I mean, barely millimeters apart. They're yeah. just there on every single kind of swirl with, around the glass. You can see them.
1: Um, dark in color, very
2: um. That dark red, as we talked about, you know, a very strong smell. You're getting definitely those spice notes, um, definitely towards the middle front of my nose, mm-hmm. where I'm getting those uh, strong aromas.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Different. Wow. Thoughts? It's definitely jammy. I mean, the fruit forwardness of this wine has uh, definitely hit strong, I feel like. Would you agree with that, the jaminess? Yeah, of, I would agree. It's definitely... I'm not really...
1: Um, I know this is the leather and, like, kind of the oaky... Well, maybe I'm getting a little bit of oaky and spices, but it's not
2: too much on that end. I feel like each one of these wines have the potential of a stronger oak spice yeah, or leather they're feel. They're almost there. But, um... They've all been very jammy. Very, where, yes. Very fruit forward. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like we've labeled them that. I, I definitely have smelt these smells of. Yes, absolutely. Like, maybe a peppery smell or yep. a leathery smell. This one's definitely, I feel like, more of an oak or uh, within the spicy region. Yeah. Um, Notes. But as for taste, flavor, and dexterity i just feel like it is very jammy it's uh solid but it's um i don't know i just feel like this one's missing something Mm -hmm. does that make sense to you
1: yeah i get
2: what you mean it's almost there well with Hmm. that yeah we'll
1: continue our conversation going on with two more of the last facts, um, or secret history, I guess you should say, about Halloween. Okay. So we went from the early 1900s to um, the adults being the trick-or-treaters, right? Um, this is where the trick-or-treat comes in. So the 1960s, trick-or-treating really took off during the mid-20th century. Before then, kids usually scored toys, money, and Fruit, not necessarily candy. It what? wasn't yeah it wasn't until companies of course began selling miniature candy bars around the 1960s at Halloween became the sugar fest that it is
2: today. That makes sense. So you're telling me that these kids were getting money and they're like you know what money fruit better? and toys. <laughs> you know what
1: sounds even better? Candy. Small Screw candy. the money. <laughs> Screw everything else. That's too funny. Let's just get the candy.
2: Can adults trick or treat and get the money? That's what I want to know. They hand out the booze bottles. The booze bottles. (laughs) Hi, welcome to our house. Here's a bottle of Zinfandel from the Deadly Zins.
1: Follow us on winewithus.com. That's W-H-I-N-E dot with us. (laughs) We should just do that just be a booth outside while parents are I'm not treating mad about it. like,
2: here's your glass of wine. Yeah. Hi, honey. Here's a Three marketeer bar and something this is for, for your, your mama. T- mama. <laughs>
1: Where's your mom? Or your dad. You have a dad? Is your dad single?
2: <laughs> is your dad single? Is it cute? Is it cute? Is Do you
1: need another daddy?
2: <laughs> Do you need another daddy? Uh. I know your daddy thinks he's doing great, but, but you know, he's not. But he's... No, he's struggling,
1: he's <laughs> struggling. The struggle bus choo choo, <laughs> anyways. So, yes, okay. Number nine now, Halloween is back as a holiday for kids and adults, entire families, including pl- pets. So, cel- celebrate by dressing in costume and trick or treating in 2022. People in the United sp- States sent about $11 billion on costumes, candy, and decorations for this holiday. Oh my gosh. That's insane.
2: You know, but I feel like the prices are just getting more and more with, like... Inflation. (laughs) Not just inflation, but just, like, people trying to outbid each other. You know what I mean? Like, we got the house uh, in Richland off of Leslie that just overpopulated the whole area with their giant skeletons and giant this and that and their crime scene you know that they had built a crime scene (laughs) yeah it wasn't wasn't, well i hope it wasn't literal crime scene but there was like skeletons there digging a hole in their yard oh my god lord it was hilarious it was a great time it's a great done. They did a great job in the house. But, you know, overall, I also look at it like I can't even fathom the amount of money that was spent to get through that, you know?
1: That's insane. Yeah. So that was really kind of the last fact
2: about Halloween that wow. I have for you. You know what's funny? So this is a total side note, but we ended up getting that. All of that information from the National Geographic. We did um, <laughs> magazine, and I'm very impressed. I know. The National <laughs> I Geographic. Know. They had activities in that I magazine. Know. They had the information on Halloween, Halloween and uh, at this point, you really can't go wrong with any of that. So, with that being said, as we wrap up this wonderful podcast. Let us dive into mm-hmm. Calamity. I can't wait. Neither can I. This is supposed to be a good one. Um, so let me go ahead and get it pulled up and read to you. Am I Calamity for being mad at my husband to let us buy a possibly haunted house? <gasps> I know. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it says we're in our early 30s with kids. We decided to sell our home and upgrade to a bigger one. We were looking for houses for a couple of months and, find, and was finding it frustrating. We got outfitted on one we really liked. Then my husband told his co-workers and that they were selling his house and we might be interested. Me and my husband went over for dinner, had a good time, and got a good look at the house. and met everything that we were looking for. We decided to go forward and enter negotiations about buying the house and moved in in July, which is great, right? hmm. Living in the back, oh, excuse me. Living in the house has been nice so far. However, I recently ran into a co-worker's wife at the supermarket and we were chatting about the house. I mentioned how I was starting to decorate for the fall and she said the spooky decorations will make the ghost feel at home.
1: Oh, what?
2: Right? She goes, I laughed. I was very confused and asked her what she meant. And she seemed equally confused. She said she and the kids had weird experiences, bad nightmares, doors slamming, Mm -mm. and other weird noises. Nope. Mm -mm. Creepy auras in the house. Mm -hmm. And they thought it might be haunted. She assumed my husband had mentioned it to me and that we were on the same page. And that we didn't care. Well, we were not on the same page. Yeah. Nope. My husband never told me. Oh, For background, my husband is very skeptical and a rational, which is in quotes, man. I confronted him and he said that he didn't tell me because, one, his co-worker has never experienced anything. So it was just his wife and kids. Yeah. Two, he knew that he would... Get an irrational and scared even though the house is perfect for us and three ghosts are not real he insisted that he did not withhold any information about the house itself it was just irrelevant information about the co-workers family and their beliefs Mm -hmm. i am infuriated that he let us buy this house without telling me i now feel scared in my own home I don't feel safe here at night anymore, and every noise puts me at edge. I have been looking for a sale on cameras so we can record inside Mm -hmm. the house and see if we can identify any spirits. I also told our children about it so they can be safe and aware, but my husband is mad at me because they're scared too. I'm hoping that the previous family was either hallucinating, but both the wife And the kids or other spirits traveled with them. I also have told our kids about it so they can be safe and aware about my husband. Or no. Sorry. I also have told our children about it so they can be safe and aware. But my husband is mad at me because they're now scared too. I'm hoping that the previous family was either hallucinating but both the wife and kids. There's Mm. no way. Right? Mm -mm. Or the spirits traveled with them in their new house but I am not sure what I will do if they're actually here. My husband is not being very considerate of my fears and keeps insisting that ghosts are not real. He says I have no right to be mad and throw our family into turmoil over this. I know that what he believes is what he believes, but it's not what I believe, and he's put us into this situation. So, in my calamity... What are your thoughts? That's a big one. That's big. I don't know. You know what's funny? Um, I understand where she's coming from because of the fact of like, things could be happening. Mm-hmm. However, this is where I kind of put a pause on it. She hasn't experienced any of that. Yeah. No. She hasn't. She hasn't. She said that, based off of the information that her mm-hmm. previous owners have experienced, she's afraid. Yeah. Right? um anyone can tell you that exactly. a house is haunted yeah. but until you actually are there experience and it. it yep and experience it that's where you're having the issue yeah but in this case she hasn't had any experiences okay you know what i mean then i would say yeah no that's not fair right i feel like the husband i Really pushed out and tried to get what was best for the family. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, you may have an irrational fear. You may have a rational fear just in general. I mean, I get it. There are things that I'm afraid of. But is that worth not having something to provide for my family? You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Now, I can understand if like she's been experiencing three months in and... The walls are creaking and cabinets are slamming shut. Exactly. And someone's disappeared because their great aunt Sally's just been like, Hi, hey, I'm going to take your cousin Bob over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get that. But considering the fact that that's not happening no. and she can't even claim in the title that this is a haunted house, she has to say that it's possibly a haunted yeah.
0: house.
2: I would agree with the total judgment. Of that she is calamity.
1: Yeah. I would agree with you. I would and, agree. She's not. It, she hasn't experienced it.
2: Right. And it. you know it's funny. It, there's a lot of people on here that are saying that she's a troll. And um, doesn't know what she's talking about. This person said that um, they're upset that they told the children. Yeah. Why did you tell the children they could be scared and paranoid as well. Considering they haven't experienced anything. It wouldn't have known the differences and former owners not say anything your husband did nothing wrong but needless traumatizing the children is very wrong and mm-hmm. i agree with that yep absolutely what was the point what um i think we've talked about it whether in this pot or like in a podcast episode or just personally but every action has a consequence yep whether it's absolutely. good or bad
1: absolutely that's what i tell my kids all the time
2: you know what i mean and i think with all things that you do there's a motive behind it yep you know and um in this case there's clearly a motive behind this gal in this house and whether or not she just is so gung-ho on because she is afraid of this home Mm -hmm. is beyond me you know what i mean like you should be lucky that you have a home yeah absolutely and if you're so afraid there are plenty of other ways to (laughs) remove negative energy or negative spirits in a home you know Mm -hmm. what i mean you may not be religious on that aspect but there are plenty of ways well first off if you don't believe i I don't know personal opinion if you believe in a ghost you clearly believe in the spiritual realm yes you know what i mean so there's clearly something that's higher above Mm -hmm. the spirit of ghosts right that's just my opinion so if you believe in that Clearly, there's something yeah. that's gonna be able to take care of those ghosts, but I don't know, I've never met like someone who doesn't leave. I ain't leave afraid them. of no
0: ghosts. Better now,
2: better now. Just joking.
1: No, I agree with that. Okay. Same Anyhow, guy. yeah. I don't know. What do you thought? I mean, I don't know. This one's a hard one. It's different. It's, it's very th- different.
2: I mean, I guess. Would you put yourself in her shoes? Would you agree? Would you say something to the kids? Would you? I would not say anything to
1: the kids. Okay. But I don't know.
2: Mm, I don't know. It's it's hard. especially If she's not experiencing it. Right. How does she know? Right. That's where I'm kind of at. I'm kind of at this point where I'm like, if you're not there in the present and like things are happening, well, who gives you the right to just kind of, proclaim that there's something negative going on you know what i mean there's Mm -hmm. no negative energy yeah you're just you just happen to have an experience or two yeah not even her own personal experience it's based off of something that the old previous tenant yeah exactly yeah i don't know it's definitely a good one so what do you guys think do you think she is Calamity or do you think she's not? Feel free to let us know in the comments below, either in our Instagram or write us on our email. Mm-hmm. All links are found in our link tree. And of course, you can find our Instagram at WineWithUs.com. That's W-H-I-N-E dot with us dot com. All right. Well, wow. We just killed this. What a wonderful Halloween episode! Halloween episode. You guys, we're so glad that you guys were able to sit here yes. and join us.
1: Thank you for this spooky
2: episode that we have put on. Yeah. The uh, seven deadly wines were um, just incredible. Yeah, I mean, they were good. This last one, if you could rate it, do you have a good rating? Hmm i would say i would say probably a six and a half yeah i
1: was gonna say six and six. a half maybe seven yeah it's pushing, say a six.
2: but um it's not a bad wine it's definitely uh something that's off on the radar i mean yeah c- compared to the other two the other two were very strong in their consistency and i feel like this one gave something different um within their own wine notes absolutely if you like a zinfandel which we're not really accustomed to no uh, we're not especially within the rad mountain washington mm-hmm. area uh, but if you like a zinfandel i definitely think it, gets, it hits all those points of a good zinfandel yeah so um definitely i head, agree head up the seven deadly zins um for that or the seven deadly wines just in general yeah and um let's know be what disappointed.
1: your thoughts yeah let's know your thoughts That's exactly
2: Definitely will not be disappointed with any of these wines. So, no. so
1: we really hope you enjoyed our spooky season and that you guys have an amazing rest of your spooky season. Here, uh, we'd love to see your costumes, what you guys plan on doing for Halloween. Just drop us a line, um, comment on our Instagram page at winewithus.com, or sorry at winewithus, and uh, we would love to see what you guys are planning for Halloween. Um, you can DM us or comment, whatever. And we would love to see what your spooky season has in store.
2: So, Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, we are done. That was it. That was the spookiness wow. of it all.
2: We hope that, like you said, we hope you enjoyed. And um, coming within the next month is our one year anniversary of doing <sighs> Wine With Us. We are so excited to just be together with us in this entire year and uh, we can't wait for season two there's a lot of things that are going to be different there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that we've developed throughout season one that we're excited to implement further excuse me further and um yeah with that being said jordan
1: all right well We interrupt this program for the latest news. Stanley McAllister is still at large. He has not been captured. Reports say he was last seen headed south on 43rd Street. We will update you with more information. And until next time.
0: Cheers, my friends. Cheers.